catch that. That's the vibe. Some days we are up, then the tides rise high and we're down. But we ain't ever truly down and out. Nah, nah, you see, some would have you believe you are constantly falling, plummeting to an inevitable demise. But we see the slight behind the veil of the illusions. We know the ground is simply rising to meet us. So welcome. You are now tuned in to the ever-ascending vibrations of From Wrong to Right, the podcast. I am your host and navigator along this journey, Egypt English. And I bid you safe passage. Infinite greetings, my loves. Welcome back to From Wrong to Right. I am excited to bring you this episode today, which is all about our world that is on fire. Literally. And figuratively. So before the episode really gets going, I just want to run down a list of things that um, I personally see happening in this world. And let us go from the start. The land of ancient Queen Khalifa, California, as we know it, is being consumed by the result of ongoing fires. Daily. Palestinians are facing the blatant injustices at the hands and arms of the Israeli occupying state. Daily unarmed black men, women, and children are being murdered by the U.S. institutions that claim to protect and serve. Children are being torn away from their mothers, fathers, tribes, and cultures at invisible political borders on their native lands throughout the American continent. Biowarfare constantly mutating viral strands of SARS, commonly known as COVID-19 and numerous other variants are running rampant, allegedly. The mandating and militarization of administering some unapproved vaccines with possible long-term health effects that have also been documented by various sources, mind you, in the name of public health. Rampant domestic terrorism, rising racial tensions, nations divided by colorism, religion, political agendas, vaccination status, and health statuses. And these are just a handful of the issues we are facing in the world today. And we cannot forget the ever-going battle of whether or not a woman has the right to have an abortion for whatever her reason, for whatever her cause, Shouldn't that be her decision? Is she not the one carrying the life? Does she not instinctively know whether or not that life should be brought into such a world that it can't fend for itself in? She has to be the protector. What if she can't protect it? Mentally, physically, spiritually. Hmm. Just a few things that I personally see that is causing our world to go to hell in a handbasket. I feel as though the world, we all, are fatally, fatally, fatally divided. We are likened to a ship lost at sea in the dark of the night, surrounded by sharks, and we have a gaping hole in our hull. But yet, you are still required to manage your sanity, your spirit, 
your physical health, and all external factors that support the latter and that of your family and those who are dependent on you. And in reality, we are all dependent on you. The world itself is dependent on you. I'm dependent on you. And I like to think you're dependent on me. So, I know this episode has really gotten off to a very sad, somber, depressing beginning. Nevertheless, I will not apologize for that. Because there's a lot that I feel is happening in this world that we we can fix. We have all the tools necessary to ensure that the world, our children and our children's children and our children's children's children (laughs) and so on for seven generations plus, we can fix that. So talking about this episode, as you may have seen, if you found this on any social media platform that I'm on, um, we're going to talk about, of course, the reckoning of this world, which we just did. We're going to talk about harnessing your power, invoking your voice, and living your truth. So, let's start with why it is necessary for you to live your truth in the midst of so much devastation. The world needs you. (laughs) Let's just start with that. The world needs you. It needs your light. It needs your truth. And let me say, it needs your light no matter how dim your light is right now and how you feel about your light. We need your light. If no one has told you, I'll be the first to tell you I need your light. And when I say that, I mean I need that light that you pulled from the darkness. I need that light that you pulled from the midst of chaos, hell, devastation, depression, oppression. I need that light because that is your truth. All of that, your darkness that produces that light, that is your truth. And I need your truth. I need your comprehension of processing through all of this chaos, madness, delusions, and illusions. Because trust, we are in the midst of a time where illusions are running rampant. This person says that. This person says this. And then that first person comes back and says something new. And then the other person comes back and says something new. And then they go back to the beginning and then they start again. And we're just back and forth, back and forth like a pendulum will forever swing and the reality is I'm tired (laughs) you're tired we're all tired the world is tired the earth itself is tired we've we've seen hurricanes coming and I didn't add that to the reckoning of the list because at the time when I made this list that had not happened we're talking about hurricanes tsunamis storms tornadoes just here in Uh, the greater Baltimore area, Annapolis, the place where, you know, I blog for Annapolis and tourism and they were just hit with a tornado. And that's something that was unexpected, but it was as a result of Hurricane Ida and all of the, the storms that are in the tropics and that are rising. And for me, I see that as part of this reckoning. I see that as the earth is tired of our mess. It is tired of us being so divided. It is tired of us being so 
in a state of animosity, in a state of revenge. And when I say divided, think about a hurricane and what a hurricane is, what a tornado is. Both of those entities manifest out of a mixture of hot and cold air. I love environmental science because environmental science taught us something about, i.e., our environment and how we play a part in our environment just as much as our environment plays a part within us and externally to us. And so when you have a tornado or hurricane converging or commencing, it starts with a mixture of cold and hot air in opposition to each other. And that's where we are right now. We're in opposition of each other. We have been for some time now. Um, and I would beg to say even long before 1492. <laughs> but it happened so much further after that. We had so many issues. Like I said, we use colorism and racism and sexism and misogynism. I think I might be making up some stuff now. But <laughs> we have all of these opposing views, fascism, capitalism, uh, it's so much. And these clashes have been clashing for so long and it's only but so long pressure can build up between two entities, be it cold and hot water, differing views, politics and agendas and uh, just people. And we have to, at some point, take it as a charge upon ourselves to decide we're going to do something different. We're going to elevate ourselves through all of this. And that is one of the reasons why I am here. I am here to say, look, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> I wish I did. But then again, I wish I didn't because that would put a lot of pressure on my shoulders and I don't personally want all that pressure I would love to share that I would love to share that burden with other people and I know I do and so for everyone out there who's trying to figure out what is my purpose in this moment in time I'm here to say it is live in your truth speak your truth be your truth whatever that is first episode I talked about speaking your truth to power and saying that your truth is anything that you do, whether it's singing, dancing, speaking, writing, miming, uh, reading, teaching, <laughs> giving that information back, raising your children or rearing your children. Um, those are your truths. And we have to harness the power within our truth and the power of your truth begins with accepting that you have everything that you're facing every experience that you have went through I don't care where you are from I live in the heart of Baltimore and when I say the heart of Baltimore I mean anywhere in Baltimore is the heart because if there are people walking living existing that's the heart and I live in an area of Baltimore where it gets a bad rap but I personally think it's beautiful. Um, and I want the world to know 
that because of that thought process I have, that makes my environment so much more better for me and for others. Because I don't walk around my streets, no matter the reputation the area gets. I don't walk around my street in fear of the people. I don't walk around in fear of the circumstances. I walk around with pride in myself, in the community, in the people, in the vibrations, in their love, in their life, and cannot forget in the dance. <laughs> we all know Baltimore Club music is number one. <laughs> and I am, I have been converted. So with that being said, like harnessing that power of your experiences, your life, your area, where you are, what you have learned, what you haven't seen yet, but you know you can experience. All of those things are part of living your truth and manifesting your truth so that it can help the rest of us. We need that. We need to know how you've struggled and how you've overcome your struggle or how you're still processing that struggle so that you can overcome that struggle at some point in your life. Like that is what we need from you. You don't have to be perfect. I'm not perfect, but trust and believe I was called to get back on this mic and here I am. So whatever you feel you can do and you are doing, keep doing it. Focus on that. Don't try to rewrite the wheel. Don't try to do anything new. Focus on what you know you can do and you can do well and you can do to help and uplift. Because there's a difference between doing things just because we can and even if it's not the most positive thing, it's negative or whatever. Don't do that. Focus on your positive. And it's probably that thing that you're running from because you're afraid it's not going to work or you're afraid you don't have the resources or the tools. If I can tell you one thing about harnessing your truth and your power, it's that if you put one foot forward in the right direction, a door is going to open. It could have been closed yesterday. It could have been closed right before you made that step. But I promise you, when you make that right step, that righteous step, that positive step, a door is going to open. And you may not even see it when it opens. But I promise you one thing, it'll reveal itself. And this may sound like crazy talk. It may sound as if, hey, Egypt, that's not going to work. I've been there. I tried that. You have to be mindful that when that door opens, whether you hear it or see it, you're going to feel it. And you may not even think that you're feeling that, but you have to be in tune. That is where that focus comes in. That is where you, you're in that moment and you say, I'm going to make this step. And you make it. In that moment when you make that step and you feel accomplished in making that step, that is that door. That door that has opened. When you say to yourself, I feel good because I chose this route. I feel good because I made a step. And I put that intention into it. That is the door. That is the gratitude that shifts within you and opens more doorways. Step through the door. When it presents itself, step through that door. When you feel it, step through that door. When someone bring, brings you an opportunity that just seems like, oh my gosh, I'm nervous because I don't think if I make this step, it's not going to work out once again. If I make this step... And they, I accept this opportunity. I don't know what's going to happen to maybe my finances or the lifestyle that I'm living. 
Don't worry about that. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Seize that opportunity. Because right now, opportunity is very, very, very scarce. And at this moment in time, if you have the opportunity to go forward in any sense, if you feel like this is the right move, make it. Don't sit still. Don't think about it too much. Don't tell yourself all of these negative thoughts. Don't get all of that self-doubt. Make that step. And I guess that kind of leads us into the next thing. Invoking your voice. When you've made those steps and you start to harness your power, you, you start to feel your voice. You start to hear yourself. You start to see and, and, and realize that, you know what? I have something to say because I made a step that I feel as though changed my life. It changed my mind. It made me feel different about myself. It made me realize that there's things I can accomplish if I just put my mind to it. That is your voice. Your voice is that experience. Your voice is that moment where you have accepted that if I make a step or I take this route or I just keep pushing forward, I am going to succeed. And when you start to think that way, And you say, I am going to succeed. I am going to maneuver. I'm going to make it. Your voice starts to churn within you. In everything that you're doing, whatever that is, if you're a dancer and you make that first step of getting a lesson that you you weren't prepared to get, you didn't think you could get, but you receive it and you're grateful for it and you're happy that you got that lesson, you start to move differently. Your voice starts to speak And in this case, your voice becomes your dance. You start to move a different way. You start to move with an air of confidence and you get to speak more. You take on more tasks. You, you learn more things. You do more. You dance more. As a writer, as a poet, that's how I feel. Every time I drop a new piece or I write a new poem or I do a new blog, copyright a little bit for someone or whatever have you my voice gets stronger I feel it I really feel it and I'm just like oh yeah I'm confident now I got this I could do this give me the next one (laughs) I wrote a sports article two like a week ago week and a half ago it was on Navy and Air Force football rivalry I, I watch football I like football But I'm not a sports writer, or at least I didn't think I was a sports writer. But I took on the task as a challenge to myself. And what happened when I challenged myself? I was successful. I created an article that I'm proud of. And it was published as it was supposed to be in the first place. So that being said, like, do what you can. Do what you know you're capable of doing because it is in you to do. And... Don't expect it to be easy. Don't assume that you taking these steps and invoking your voice and all of these things are going to be easy. It's probably not. (laughs) Chances are it's going to be hard. You're going to be annoyed. Life is going to feel as if things are going all over the place. You're going to be scared. 
I'm going to tell you one thing. There is a power in fear that is innately meant for you to experience. Your fear is part of your life. Your fear is part of what you need to continue to manifest your greatness. It is through fear that animals in the wild survive and thrive. The fear of not having food for the winter is why squirrels and bears stock up. That is the need. And so embrace that fear and be okay with that fear. Don't let anyone tell you that you being afraid is going to be something that is, is, is detrimental to you. What's detrimental to you is you being afraid and not taking that opportunity to change and to invite in that newness. That is what being afraid is. And it's, it's something that you have to start to harness because that is also part of your truth. Your truth is that I was afraid. I didn't think it was going to work, but I did it anyway. I accomplished what I needed to because I was afraid of failing. And in this book, my book, being afraid to fail is all about not doing it. That is the only failure I accept. The failure of I did not do that. Not because I couldn't. Not because I wasn't called to. Not because the universe didn't push me in that direction. It's because I did not do it. It's because I chose not to take that step. Because I could not see the door. I could not feel the, the presence of all the resources. I did not have them. So I thought. And I did not move. That is the only failure in life. Not seizing the opportunity to do what you know you desire to do and what you're being called to do and to use your voice. Invoke the power of your voice. And let me say that. Because we talked about the world needing you. The world needing your truth. That is what that is. Your voice. In whatever capacity your voice presents itself, that is your truth and that is what we need from you. That is your light. That is your processing. All of this is true. And all of this is what we need. So last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, <laughs> last but not least, living your truth. That is that moment or those moments when you have harnessed your power, you've embraced and invoked your voice, you've manifested and you decide, I'm going to keep manifesting. I'm going to keep creating and bringing to life all of the things that I know I want to do, I need to do, I desire to do, I'm being called to do. That is living your truth. That is continuing to say, I have something that is on my heart 
to get out into this world. And I'm gonna live in that. I'm gonna walk that way. I'm gonna talk that way. I'm gonna look that way. I'm gonna act that way. That's what you do. You keep on moving forward. That is living your truth. Moving forward with all the tools that you have, everything that you've been granted, everything that you've accomplished, all of that gratitude that you have for every situation you've overcome. That is the living of your truth. Because in that is your power. All of this, everything that you've done, harnessing that, invoking your voice, speaking, that is your power. And that is why I'm so excited to help you, help me, (laughs) write our paths, write our truth, write our wrongs. Because in us writing our wrongs and writing our truths, We give people who are looking and searching for light. Light. It's a very, very, very dark time right now. And if I can't do anything but be a source of light, you bet your bottom dollar I will be. (laughs) So once again, all I thank you so, so much, so, so much for joining me. Um, This journey is going to be very, very intentional. Um, And my desire is to allow nothing but spirit, nothing but ancestors, nothing but, you know, the supreme, high, most high, divine beings guide me. Because I don't always know what to say, when to say it, or how to say it. But they do. And so if you are rocking with From Wrong to Right, I thank you. I thank you a very, very much. A very, very much. Come on now. (laughs) I thank you so much for being a part of this journey. Um, If you want to connect with me, a lot of you um, that are probably going to listen to this first are going to be people who connect with me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, It's at Lady English Everywhere or Lady English Everywhere. Um, You can find all of that information in the description of this podcast. Um, If you want to speak with me privately about something you're going through in your life and you need just some extra, you know, ears um, or another heart to like beat with you, um, you can also contact me on there. Um... I provide different services. I'm a life coach, certified, all that good stuff. Um, If you, you know, need any of that, um, I personally am a spiritual life coach before anything. So we're going to talk that way. We're going to talk about how you can work through your problems spiritually, as opposed to just going straight for, you know, these practical thoughts. Um, Not that practical is bad, but I personally feel as though the spirit is the first thing that needs to be rectified before anything else. And so, like I said, if you need those kind of services or consultations, do not hesitate to um, message me on Instagram or Facebook 
or even Twitter, I'm there too. Um, or email me. You can email me at um, hellolove at egyptenglish.com and I will definitely get back to you as soon as I can um, because time is of the essence. And so I want to be as forefront and forthright. Y'all know what I'm trying to say with everything that I do um, so that we can all elevate together and ascend together. Um, and just know I'm a work in progress myself. So everything that I say here are lessons that I am taking into account. Um, I am, because a lot of times when I get on here to speak, <laughs> trust me, I'm being spoken to and I'm literally just giving you exactly what I'm getting as I'm speaking. So the moment I press record, nine times out of 10, I didn't know everything that I was going to go because my outlines for these episodes would be real skimp and just keep it real with y'all. So trust and believe <sighs> the outline for this episode was like six minutes. And that was just because of timing, not even because it was that much written on the paper. <laughs> so everything else is, is divine. And I, I want it that way. I want to keep it that way because if I move back, I take steps back, divine can come through. And that's what I need for you as well. If you take a step back and set your intentions and allow your voice, that power, which is a higher power than you think it is, um, or you may think it is, let me not be that person, then you may think it is. Because a lot of times I think my voice is just me. It's not. It's bigger than me. And so when we step back and we take a chance to allow that higher power to descend and ascend upon us, we learn something. And I say that specifically, descend and ascend, because we are getting the dissension from the higher power and all of our experiences, all that hell that we're, that's beneath us, that's rumbling and keeps on trying to bring us down, that is ascending and that is just as high a power as the higher power above. And I say that because although it may feel like low vibrations, it doesn't come from nowhere. And those negatives and those positives, they work together. And we need those. No different than that hurricane that comes and it wreaks so much havoc in our lives. But it opens our eyes as well. It opens our eyes to how broken we are. It opens us to how divided we are. It opens us to how impoverished we are. Or shall I say impoverished we are. So I said all that to say, I love you. I love you. I love you. My understanding. Wo ani. Jetame. Or shall I say jetam? Y'all can correct me. Teyamo. Uhabuk. I always get to the end of the line and I'm like, I feel like I know something else. <laughs> but if you have a love language, if you have a specific way of saying I love you, I want to know. So hit me up in my DMs and tell me how you say I love you in your language. And I'll try to include that on the next podcast. So um, once again, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for all things. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll see y'all in the next episode. Or I hear y'all. I talk to y'all. I love y'all.